Another quality podcast from Welcome to the Bullshirt Podcast, your number one resource for ASMR content on the internet today. Today we're going to be doing a hair brushing, stereo (laughs) microphone, high gain ASMR podcast. One hour long. Hope you can doze off. Fuck this shit, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have found myself uh, oddly... Like drawn to certain ASMR, not a lot of it, but there is some that I'm, especially chicks whispering, that that the hair on the back of my neck stands up a little bit when I hear the right one. Yeah, me too. But I definitely don't want to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, anyway. (laughs) Here in about five minutes, I'm gonna be ready for a nap. Yeah, Yeah, there's it's a hard knock life. A hard knock life, is that what you said? Hard knuckle life. Hard knock. I whip it out. White knuckle experience. Pocket, pocket, pocket cast. Rod cast. (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. For me, ASMR usually equals GTFO. (laughs) (laughs) There's an app, and it's one of those, yeah, to go to sleep. Ah. To go to sleep by, and uh, a couple of those are decent. Um, what would you stop? Jesus Christ! I'm whistling into that's not even that's not even ASMR. <laughs> yeah. What have you ever woken up in the middle of the night to that noise? No. No. No, because I don't have a kettle that I keep on the stove for making tea. And for well, intermittent tea. It's happened to me before <laughs> since I moved into Colorado and boogers here equal concrete and I've woken up in the middle of the night <laughs> with dried boogers in my nose whistling at that frequency and wonder where the fuck it's coming from before I figure out that it's me. Bro, get yeah, you, you some thought, saline you solution. You thought Doug was whistling. He was really just (laughs) breathing into the mic. (laughs) Booger filled nose. No, I have never, I have never had Pike's Peak in my nose whistling. I can't. Yeah, no. 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 Sorry. Really? This is, this is what we're going to do. It's 10 minutes of fucking whistling into the mic. Oh my god. So it is worse than the coworker that could not change the fucking battery on his uh, smoke detector for like two years that he worked there. Nah, man, that's not the smoke detector. My hallway just like makes that noise. <laughs> I always knew when he joined the call because beep! <laughs> beep! Beep! Yeah. Bro, what, what floor do you work on? I'm going to buy you a fucking nine volt battery since you <laughs> don't make enough money to buy one yourself. Jesus fucking Christ, change it. Right after I moved into this apartment, um, the carbon monoxide uh, detector kept going off at like one or two in the morning. Not going off, but it would just, it would do like four really loud beeps every minute or something like that. So, you know, yeah, didn't get any sleep. Next day I get a nine volt, change it. It calms down. I'm like, okay, cool, great. It was just a battery. And then that night, 
one, two in the morning, motherfucker starts going off again. And, uh, finally dug out because I just moved in. So I, uh, I didn't know where my ladder was. I didn't anything like that. So I go down, I dig that out and I get up there and I pull it down. The next morning I look at it and it says that the four short beeps basically means that it's a bad unit and it needs to be replaced. I was like, Jesus Christ. So I put in a, uh, take it with the maintenance folks. Oh, they were like, Oh yeah. How many beeps? I told him, he's like, Oh yeah, you need a new one. <laughs> no shit. So, but, uh, then I set my smoke alarm off. Was it yesterday? Yeah. I made steak and I got the old cast iron out. And I was like, yeah, let's oh, char this yeah, bitch. That's, that's a daily thing for me. <laughs> I had my garage door open, the back door open. I was like, thought I had good airflow. But it was funny. It went off. I didn't even panic. I was just like, yeah, all right. You know, usually you're like, oh, neighbors and shit. I'm like, nah, I'm making a steak. That's more important. It's a good ribeye, too. Speaking of which, Robbie, one. how's that zombie killing freaking cast iron pan you got working out for you? It's overpriced, but it looks nice. <laughs> no, it, it, it's... It's all right. I wouldn't say it was worth the money I paid, but when you got yeah. gift cards that are about to expire, I'm not too upset about the purchase. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I do like cast iron. So it's this one weighs like 15 pounds or some <laughs> bullshit. Once you get heated up, you will not have to turn your uh, heat on for like two right. days. But... Somebody asked me, they were like, how come, how come every man has a cast iron skillet? And I said, well, you know, they're, they're pretty easy to take care of. They're, they're pretty hard to fuck up. Um, it's pretty hard. You know, if you, if you make a protein in it and your heat is too high, uh, cast iron will just char the fuck out of it for you. And then you can just be like, Hey, look, blackened chicken. Um, but for me, I like them cause you can get them hot as fuck, right. Without, you know, there's thin little like stainless steel, um, will warp and stuff if you can if you can warp cast iron more power to you i mean i'm not it's, saying it's not possible but you know you, you got to work at it um but i've never had one seasoned well enough that i could like fry eggs in it and you know pull them out in one piece um but there is a subreddit for cast iron and uh there is some there's some cat oh yeah there's some cast iron porn on there buddy there, there was like a three-month period where that was the thing was, can your cast iron do non-stick eggs? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you you got to really, you got to season the fuck out of it. Like, Yeah, the autism came out in those three months. It was like, <laughs> people was like, oh, I got uh, some grapeseed oil and I uh-huh. put on 97 different layers of seasoning <laughs> and it took only like, 17 years, but I, I, I don't have, I don't have, uh, eggs that stick to my skillet anymore. To my cast iron <laughs> skillet. Yeah. Worth it. Worth it. Right. Was so I think it's flaxseed. I think it's flaxseed oil that they recommend because flaxseed, it's like a, it the, takes the power of the sun to make it. It's got electrolytes. It's got electrolytes. It's got what cast iron craves. <laughs> Sticks to one. <laughs> But, you know, I've got my stainless steel. I don't have any nonstick anymore just because um, it's a pain in the ass. You, you got to be so – I feel like you have to be super gentle with it to not fuck it up. And I am not gentle with my stainless cookware. Stainless steel? Do what? Stainless steel? I do use – I have a lot of stainless steel. 
Yeah, most of my stuff's stainless steel, actually. Hell, that all my. Uh, it, I had a lot better results with that when I learned to preheat it for 10 hours. And yeah. <laughs> Did you know you're supposed to season stainless steel? I did not know that. No. I thought that was no. carbon steel. Maybe it was aluminum. I don't know. Maybe it was carbon steel. High carbon steel would need to be seasoned. Stainless shouldn't need to be. I mean, you could, but it's like, what's the point? Maybe I just want it seasoned. Maybe someone needed to write a listicle that day and it was a slow news day. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Wiki how? You're doing, you're doing this wrong. This is something you're fucking doing. You actually, so you're not supposed to tie your shoes. You're supposed to just tuck them in the side. Stainless steel manufacturers hate this one crazy trick. Today you on BuzzFeed, top 10 wrong? ways to uh, preheat your stainless steel. <laughs> <laughs> one, an oven. Two, also an oven. Three, a stovetop. <laughs> a stovetop. Four, a microwave. Five, I'm sorry, the author is dead. Six, magnesium fire starter. I did. Salamander. <laughs> salamander. Did you know that if you rub two salamanders together? You'll probably burn your kitchen down. You'll have the latest and greatest uh, ASMR trend. <laughs> Slippery salamander. in the background. Be like, <laughs> Salamanders are burning! Slippery salamander sodomites. <laughs> Six for those salamanders you, sodomizing Sally. For those of you that don't know what a salamander is, every Mexican restaurant in America has one. It's what makes the plate too hot for you to touch that they tell you about every fucking time. Because, you know, usually... When I get a plate served to me at a restaurant and it's hot, the first thing I do is set my genitals on it, apparently. I was and referring to the... aren't going to sizzle themselves. I was referring There's to the king lizard. salamander that they keep in the back. The king salamander is what makes the, the uh, steam roll off the plate <laughs> when they bring it out. Yeah. I feel you like... got to pay extra for that. I feel like we're all talking about something different at this point, which is not unusual. <laughs> Not unusual yeah. to be loved by anyone. It's I'm like four me. musicians recorded parts for the song without listening to the other musicians. I have heard some. I have heard some albums that I think that might actually be the case. <laughs> so, I was at um, went and saw Mudvayne this summer and uh, was fairly inebriated. And at no. one point, yeah, at one point I realized that it was music for people with ADHD because all four of the musicians at one point were all doing something completely different and yet somehow it fit. And I realized that that's what I liked about that band was the, that your brain couldn't get bored listening to them. I don't know a fucking single Guar song, but their, their theatrics were, yeah, (laughs) they satisfied the ADHD. The, uh, the guys with the giant, with the monkey faces on and the giant cocks were, um, that was my favorite. So, it's yeah. like Warhammer mixed with Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and then you added a soundtrack. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, yeah, Dan, there's a soundtrack. Yeah, that. Dan is a cock fan. 
I am a fan of, of cock. Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, I've heard that. I mean, come on. Do you prefer porn? That's just lesbians or is it more fun when some dude comes in and starts fucking them? Yes. All right. We'll see. Yes. Yes. You're all gay. That's how that works. See. See. (laughs) Said before, say it again. I wish I was gay. My life would be easier. Cause I'd fuck Doug. Right in a salamander. You know, if we were gay, let's explore this. Yeah, let's go yeah. with this. Because let's riff. if if we were gay, does that mean it works like if you're black with the N word? So if you're gay and I'm gay, does that mean we get to use disparaging gay terms all day long? Because absolutely. I know, well, not so much anymore, but I have known many gay men and yeah, they throw a lot of slurs around. <laughs> Cause yeah, Doug, uh, I muted you. I muted you just in case. I could, uh, stands <laughs> for the, uh... Mark. <laughs> hey, flaming hetero. Yeah. I noticed that. And then just like, just silently just undid it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah motherfucker. When she's not getting attention, that's that's what happens. So, but she's 20 years old. I have a 20-year-old cat. So, she gets away with shit. She's still not old enough to drink. Not quite. Not quite. Well, unless you, unless, are cat years like dog years? Is it like seven years per... I have no idea because the whole dog years thing is a that make her hundred and forty. Anyway. It's they don't age linearly like that, but you it's know, scientifically proven. Sure, we'll go with that by science. In in to Wikipedia, science in Wikipedia. Yes, Doug is correct that they they age as they age, but they age quote unquote faster as they get older. Same. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As, I mean, that, as the oldest one currently here. Yes. That that is probably true. Actually, I think I'm older than you, Doug. I think deep down you are. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. You can be your own grandpa too. Could be. There's a song about that yeah. somewhere. It's, there's a very horrible song about that. Feel free to go <laughs> listen to it. I heard it too much as a kid. I did too. That and Jerry Clower and uh, God, I've heard so many Jerry Clower tapes, but Jerry Clower was funny. I don't know what reminded me of this, probably because you were bringing up a bunch of dumb old hick fucking comedy, but somebody was asking me about if I had ever seen uh, the the shirts, the uh, God damn it. The one Doug has like a half a dozen of. My Big um, Johnson shirts. Big Johnson, yeah, yeah. That's my it. dick. Oh, God damn! Somebody asked me yesterday. We talked about this on the first podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they asked me, "They're you ever seen those Big Johnson shirts?" And I just started laughing. They're like, "Have you?" Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have. Yeah, it brought back a little bit of nostalgia. Um, I sent. Uh, sent Adam and 
uh, Robbie both a, a reel from Instagram the other day that, what year are we in? It's 1987. <laughs> and I was like, perfect. So for those of you that aren't longtime listeners, which I find that hard to believe, but uh, when we first started this podcast, our buddy um, Rich um, was part, he recorded a couple episodes with us and we used to tease him about, yeah, 1987 being the best year ever. And uh, Uncle, what the fuck would you used to call him, Adam? Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico, yeah. Because <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, he was always living his youth. He's like, I yeah. could throw a football clear over in mountains over there. <laughs> but Big Johnson shirts were, yeah, I think that was the very first podcast. we When we all still sat at our little table over at Adam's, so as COVID was slowly crawling in and killing, killing everybody 90% of the population according to the still US not government. enough <laughs> yeah you Shit. think if it killed so many people housing prices would be down but here we are fucking a dude denver has entered chat uh, yeah it's um and speaking of which have y'all seen that new fucking fancy i think it's called one river north i've heard the- of it so it's but got a fucking nature trail built on the outside of the building, and yeah, it's mm-hmm. it, it's like, and he means yeah. on the building, like not in front of the building. <laughs> it's, oh, no, it, it's it's on the front, it's on the sides, it's on the back. <laughs> oh my god! dollars, you can have a fucking studio apartment. Yep. I just yeah, googled it. This looks like the most dystopian fucking shit I've ever seen. <laughs> they are absolutely doubling down on de- gentrifying that area. There's a proposed area, I want to say, just south or southwest of the uh, Bronco Stadium that they're supposed to be putting in similar kind of architecture just 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 this giant gentrification um meanwhile <laughs> this thing looks like shit dude it doesn't even look good. meanwhile they've got uh homeless you know tent cities and um you go down to colfax and hell there's areas of aurora that um well that is colfax well fair enough um that are, you know, tent cities and homeless. Uh, the homeless, the homeless out here in in Denver, the surrounding areas, is, is fucking insane. Um, it's just everywhere. But meanwhile, we're building, uh, yeah, nature, nature apartments <laughs> for yeah for three thousand dollars. It's I just forgot uh, what it was uh, called or what the apartment complex was called, but there is one that also has a lazy river on the top of the uh, apartment building. <laughs> I love it. So we yeah, got a lazy uh, river, we got a nature trail, and can't, can't wait to see what they come up with next for the concepts. <laughs> well, you have to have a nature trail inside the apartment building because if you step outside, you just get stabbed by the homeless people. <laughs> But yes, you're right. Uh, You're right, Adam. It looks very um, dystopian. Looks like Like, a broken uh, PS3. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nice. Can you imagine <laughs> homeless people breaking into that particular co- apartment complex to wash their underwear in the lazy river? Yeah, right. <laughs> Camping, well, setting their tents up. That's what killed me about the place, the nature trail, is they have like uh, eight entire apartments dedicated to uh, income restricted residents. So you had to make like 80% or less of the median income. Interesting. But yeah, yeah, eight whole apartments for that. <laughs> That's more than what I do. Hear me out, hear me out. I'm reading that they have underground parking, so you actually have a place to park. Well, there you go. I think I'm in. I think I'm in, Fuck right? Yeah. Bat cave parking. <laughs> Three levels of underground parking. <laughs> Just, <sighs> I want to yeah. go down three levels into the ground. Yeah, to park. It's the underground nature trail. <laughs> that's that, And that's where your homeless will be. So I just, uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Denver. Colorado's meh. Um, Denver's a shithole. And you've got, you know, we were talking about uh, house prices at work the other day. And, you know, everybody, if you don't, if, if you didn't buy a house in 2012 or before, you're, you're kind of overpaying, but everybody's got a reason for it. But the fact of the matter is, is that you've, you've got a ton of folks, especially from California that got sick of California and they sold their homes. I know a guy that he sold this tiny little house. I mean, just a four sided, you know, like nothing fancy. Um, I think it was like two bedroom or something, but it was near UCLA in the same area. And he bought it like, I don't know, in the eighties, I think he said, and, uh, paid, you know, probably 85,000, 60,000 fucking whatever. And recent, you know, he sold it for 1.X million and then moved here and was able to buy a $700,000 house, you know, basically with cash. Um, and there's more and more of that happening as, as they egress these very expensive areas they sell and then they move somewhere cheaper, but then they they jack up the price of everything in the place yeah, that they're they like. I want to get to. out of uh, I want to get out of L.A. Everything's so expensive there. I'm going to take all this money and flood another market with it, <laughs> yeah. and then well, it, it it shouldn't turn into the same thing. It should, right. it should just stay the same. It right. wouldn't Fine. have been as bad, but the <laughs> the people that came from California with their you know large cash uh holdings from selling their home and they come over the here and then they were like i want that house i want that yep. house in particular yep. so i'll give you a bajillion d dollars more than what you're asking for the damn thing and it does yep. not take too many of those for it nope. to uh, because all you have to have in a neighborhood i mean the base the neighborhood is basically worth what the last three houses sold for. That's kind of what determines that, you know, what the houses in there are worth. So all you have to have is two or three assholes buy houses in your neighborhood and drop 75 grand over what they were asking for the fucking place. And then suddenly the entire neighborhood is more expensive. And that is exactly what happened. Um, it's like, uh, still get, Zillow emails about my old house in Georgia that I bought for like 
don't know, 52, 53,000. And it needed some cosmetic work, nothing crazy, but mm-hmm. yeah, that it, they're they're suggesting that it can go for two hundred and forty thousand dollars now, and I'm like, yeah, if anybody pays that much, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I mean, that's just that's just where we're at with house pricing, man. So, and but I don't, uh, I just won't be what I've always heard referred to as house poor you know, talking about looking at the, um, uh, housing prices and what I, what I can afford, you know, versus, um, what I'm willing to pay are two different things. And that's what people don't understand. Like, Oh, you could afford that. I I mean, yeah, I could pay that and, you know, probably still, Eat ramen yeah, you noodles. could chop your dick off. You could right. chop your dick off if you really wanted to. <laughs> right. You just have to make some sacrifices some and cut sacrifices. back here and there. You could cut your you could cut your dick and your leg off if you really wanted to. You don't need those. Then there are, there are go on the uh, the kink podcast. There's um, there's people that have bought in the last couple of years that are damn near never going to be able to sell their fucking houses and make a profit. Um, you know, uh, I just, I don't know. I guess it's different if it's, um, if it's a, a husband, wife or something like that, and you've got the dual incomes and everything, it's probably a little bit easier to do. Um, but being single, you know, I have to, uh, I have to consider that, as well so but i don't think i'd uh i don't think that i'd buy a house based on uh, a couple's income after being divorced twice (laughs) yeah tell me more (laughs) (laughs) it will change the way that you budget yourself i am just saying so technically 75 percent of this podcast has been divorced. <laughs> yep. 50% of this podcast has been divorced twice. So, um, or one point, what, one, 1.75 times, Robbie, something. Like that. Yeah. Give or take, give or take. So it's, um, it, it, it will change the way that you, I'm not saying I would never move in with anyone again, but, um, if if it were like a house situation, you know, I would I would buy the house and you know, they could pay half of whatever, but at the end of it, I want to be able to um afford it on my own. I don't I don't ever want to be Yeah. Hear me out, hear me out. What are your thoughts on going in on an apartment that has a nature trail? Go on. And a lazy river. And, and, and right. three... For $3,000, you can get a 500-square-foot apartment. <laughs> right. With a nature now, trail. If you said, what, uh, what are your thoughts on going in on 100 acres up in the mountains? I'd, I'd say you have my attention. So um, at this point, my my plan for, I guess, is to... Um, oddly enough, move out to like West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, something like that. Uh, when, when the time comes, um, at the, uh, 
at the rate I'm going, it'll be retirement when I'm 82. But, uh, you know. Well, it's kind of the way I feel about this whole thing. It's like I've enjoyed Colorado, but I don't see myself spending the rest of my life here. And no. as far as like buying a house, that whole fire that tore up, uh, God knows how many homes going through a subdivision with the winds here have showed me that I do not want to buy a house where it is brown. If you look at a map and wow, the area racist. that you're in is brown, probably that's... not a great idea in a uh, in a environment such as we have where we've got wildfires all over the place, all around us in the nations to the north of us, you know, various states. But housing is uh, usually cheaper there, right? <laughs> that's nope. a fire sale in some areas <laughs> fire sale that's what you did there oh you mean like uh like the the land is brown yeah well i'm no. you know i've got reasons I thought doug was just being racist <laughs> no <laughs> it's uh well, that's, map, that's, and if it's brown you don't want to live there <laughs> You know, being the fact that I'm the only schmuck here who has lost everything that he owns twice <laughs> to uh, once to a fire, once to a tornado, you know, I've got good reasons. <laughs> I, I don't want to see how much I can push this look. You know what I'm I saying? I got history. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so basically, we should buy you a rabbit's foot and find a four-leaf clover for you. And that should be a good gift for your next birthday. Yeah, yep. Doug zero and two with Mother Nature. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> zero and two. Fuck you, said Mother Nature. Uh, let's see. The only thing, let's say I haven't had an earthquake yet. Uh, so California's out. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be a good idea to move anywhere near the new Madrid fault. Because, yeah. you know, as soon as I move there... We'll have some 200-year earthquake. <laughs> uh, century's still young. You never know. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> you know. will bring the curse to wherever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, where, what? what's that? Are, are those fucking locusts? Yeah, Doug moved in. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Is this blood falling from the sky? Yeah, if there's no uh, fault line... When when you move in, a new one's gonna form. <laughs> right, probably. The, uh, San, uh, San Arnold Fault. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, yeah, I uh, th the one thing about Colorado, short of those fires, which were um, uh, kind of kind of unusual. Uh, the last couple of years, they've uh. Um, become been, less unusual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly <laughs> they have, um, the, uh, the worst thing she had to worry about in Colorado was hail. I mean, the hail can get fucking wicked out here, but yeah, you don't have hail damage. Out there. Do what? I got some hail damage on my car out there. Did you? Yeah. You know, um, Juan had his, car fucked up pretty good actually so um, yeah, i saw the videos yeah <laughs> so there's a uh 
there wasn't much to worry about out here because you don't have a lot of, um, you don't have like tornadoes and uh, things like that. But to Doug's point, you are you are seeing more and more of the of the fires um, and whatnot, and they get pretty nasty. I got I had uh, in the memories on Facebook. I had some uh, pics show up of uh, one of the fires up near Estes, and uh, I was like, "Oh fuck, that's right! I drove up there." you know, my dumb ass, I wanted to see it. <laughs> so I drove up, I didn't get, you, you couldn't get too, um, too particularly close. Um, but you could get close enough that, um, you, you really saw the fucking impact. And I remember it was snowing ash up there, uh, which was pretty, uh, pretty fucking wild. And it was like orange. It was very post-apocalyptic. Um, but yeah, that was just Doug. So yeah, he had, he he ran. It wasn't the to, fire. Uh, he just ran up to check things out. I had lunch yeah. up there right <laughs> before that. <laughs> I had lunch up in Estes. <laughs> I don't. Um, Estes is kind of cool. I like that area. Um, Golden's decent. Uh, can't fucking stand Boulder, dude. And I know that that's one of the more like. Yeah. And and it's, and it's one of the more well-known places. I mean, you know, it's where Mork and Mindy lived, but, um, there's, there's just nothing good about it. For those of you that might be listening, thinking, I want to go to Boulder, Colorado. No, you don't. don't. You really don't. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... it's not like it's a bad area. It's just the people. Yeah, very pretentious. Yeah, just watch, just watch South Park, and then you'll get the idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's about right. Um, I've been to South Park, Colorado. It's kind of like a idealist uh, mentality up there, where I don't know. It's you just have to experience it. It's kind of hard to describe, but don't. But don't experience it. <laughs> you have to. You need to to understand it. But don't. That's the takeaway here is just just don't. Just don't. If if I had to describe Boulder, it's like I don't I don't hate it, but it's very non-fat soy latte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are they? Um, oh, it's I had a the friend, uh, Prius episode of South Park that that describes it. Yeah. I had a friend that used to call it uh, crunchy granola. That's just how she described Boulder. She'd be all these, (laughs) I got to go up there and deal with all that fucking crunchy granola. And I don't know why, but the first time I heard that, I just cracked the fuck up because if you've been there and you've dealt with the people and and everything and somebody says crunchy granola, it just, it fits. It's yeah. So very, yeah, very soy latte. Um, You know, look at me, look at me. I'm very uh, important. No, sir. Non-fat soy latte. Non-fat soy latte. Now I will say this: it is, it's a beautiful area. I mean, like the the mountains and stuff, the way that you're nestled in and everything. Um, but the, yeah, if the, you dropped a nuke and got rid of all the people, the people, awesome. yeah, like a, a was it a, not a hydrogen bomb? What's the one that just just uh, takes out meat and leaves all the neutron bomb? Neutron. That's it. Yeah. Well, they don't have meat up there, so. <laughs> well, the people have meat on them. So it'd be weird if like you do that and then you go in and only the, uh, 
only impossible meat was left in the uh, in the cases. Well, you know, the people, I don't think they would melt because they would have too much vegan cheese in them. Too much, that yeah, melt. that's true, too. Yeah, they would be... Vegan they would cheese be, is a lie. They would be immune to the power of the neutron. <laughs> Even being lactose intolerant, that's still something I just... I just rather not. Did you know, speaking of being lactose intolerant and cheese, if you get a cheese that has been aged for five years or more, it should not affect you if you are lactose intolerant. Well, that's where the texture issues come in. But anyways. Uh, You you don't like the texture of cheese? Some of it, Five-year-old cheese. Five-year-old fucking mold. It's, no, you age cheese, man. That's how you get cheese. Yeah, and then you get a fucking penicillin shot when you're done no. eating it. Well, no, because what? No, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> I like my liquids aged, not my food. <laughs> I like my cheese like I like my women. <laughs> aged at least five years. Oh God, Mark. Hey, 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 um. hey uh, uh, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear it did you hear what uh <laughs> i got that good cheese we're making fun of someone that none of you know but so it's just funny to us and not you oh, lucky though lucky though <laughs> the people of guantanamo bay do not know who we are making fun of they're not in right. on the joke i wonder if we actually do have any listeners i think since we moved platforms or or stopped using uh pinecast it seems like um uh zencaster doesn't have that kind of data does it that was the tipping point huh what's that's that? what really no no no, really no, 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 no. i mean that you can't tell if you have any listeners or anything with zencaster with pinecast i could see like the one or two listens that were basically um, adam and doug jerking off to the sound of their own voices but <laughs> i was thinking no, i was jerking listening off from Sri Lanka. No. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I was jerking off to the sound of Doug's voice and Doug was jerking off well, to the sound of my voice. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't yeah, I didn't spe- specify sort of our Switch own up, voice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Own voice. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, Talk Adam, some more, say Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say it again. Yeah. It. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm curious if we're just basically, you know, using up bandwidth and incriminating ourselves <laughs> in twenty years. I mean, you no, already have, know the four of us, none of us better ever get arrested for fucking anything because it's not going to matter. All they got to do is take some clips of this fucking show and it doesn't matter if it's murder or rape. Adam, or, did you say you want to drop a nuke on exact, Boulder? Exactly. <laughs> what are you exactly. doing with all this fertilizer? Exactly. Night on Fox News. <laughs> yeah, news, uh, Newsmax. Max uh, News, Newsmax. I invite somebody to listen to the entirety of this podcast waiting for one of us to say the Jews or something. The Jews. You know? I'm sure we have. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude. We've talked about Nambla at at length. Um, we've we've made some horrendous fucking jokes on this podcast. But oh, yeah. I know, man. The Jews, they got some good food. They I I have a thing with Israeli women. So funny. Well, I think it's funny because I have a dark sense of humor, but on Facebook one night, um, I made a joke and said, Hey, does anybody know of a place that does mail order Israeli brides? Okay. Now I have a friend on Facebook who is Israeli 
and uh, I knew she'd see it, but it was, you know, it was supposed to be funny because I've always joked that the the IDF have some of the hottest fucking chicks ever. Gal Gadot was IDF, right? And um, I wake up the next morning to find out that Hamas had come into Israel and murdered 1,500 fucking people. And I was like, you might want to delete take that. It down? <laughs> exactly. Oh, Which of course I did not. Yeah, no, I did not. I refused, but it was, yeah, it, it did not age well. I was like, wow, that was ill fucking time. So see, Doug, you're not the only one that's cursed. If I say that I like a particular uh, ethnic region's women, uh, you know, terrorist attack. So, you know, whatever. Do love those Chinese women. (laughs) Well, I think the ultimate combo would, you know, if, if, if you could, you know, make a, make, make a woman like a recipe you know, to where you add a pinch of flour and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think it would be African-American, Latina, and Asian. I think if you put all of those together, <laughs> you would have the hottest, Oof. noisiest woman on the planet. Well, what about Radon Chong? Wasn't she? She was... You're just making up shit now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now I got to look what her ethnicity was. I know she was well. It's Tommy Tommy Chong's daughter, and I think he's white. I honestly don't know. Uh, Ray Don thirty seven percent indica, forty three percent and the rest is hybrid. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay, so good. all right. Here you go. Um, uh, oh, two percent Labrador. <laughs> Dog hair. Uh, Radon Chong, her father is of Chinese and Scottish Irish descent, and her birth mother, Maxine Sneed, was of black Canadian descent. So you've got Chinese, African American, and Scottish, Scottish Irish. I always thought she was hot. I know she is. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely is. So, yeah, you're probably onto something there. I need to date a black woman. 1.32,000. Yeah, one point three two thousand downloads in the last month. One's just point. running a bash script to uh to <laughs> looks yeah. like it, dude. <laughs> because our all time is like two thousand downloads. So. Like so that's listen. So in the last month, over a thousand people have listened have, have forced themselves to listen. I've downloaded to us. it at least. Yeah. I, I I've call told some of my, <laughs> yeah, I don't I've told some of my friends about it. You're welcome. Yeah, I think someone's fudging the numbers. So let's see uh, how long did they listen though? That's that's, (laughs) so our retention, our retention on, let's see, October 21st. Our retention was the best, but lately our retention is 25%. I'll take it. Of course, our no, last few have not been bangers by any means. Our last few Are episodes have been trash. Yeah, dude, we're getting a lot of downloads. I don't know. This is kind of creepy. I'm creeped out. Now, see, I told you the goddamn CIA is October 25th saving all 182 this. downloads. My guess is that that's, a download uh, is a is a listen, right? That's when probably... I started uh, telling Spotify to automatically download episodes. So download episodes. It looks so it looks like we're actually doing yeah. something. You've got like a how farm. many Spotify accounts do you? Have? <laughs> right, you've got a phone farm now. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> That's his side hustle. He does a uh, 
Click Farm. <laughs> Click Farm for Spotify. Got a bunch of Samsungs. <laughs> a bunch of Samsungs in the closet. Rabbit stream a, energy. A big stream energy. I actually meant no, to smooth string. write down... Uh, I wanted to write down some topics this week. There was like things that I did want to talk about. and I didn't write them down. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I have ADHD. And uh, if yeah, I don't write something down... That. Do what? Tell us about that. I've never heard of it. Tell us about that. I'm not familiar. I think it's interesting that, and I I think I mentioned this one other time, is that all four of us have ADHD, but all four of us have completely different fucking symptoms. And that's- I I don't have ADHD. You don't? You? No? No? I forget. I forget. It's a squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Adam may be a little more autistic than- uh, no, 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 no. He's now it's ADHD. We are all on the spectrum to some degree. That's the interesting part is that I'm I'm I've always said that I think ADHD and autism are very very closely related. And <laughs> now we're done with the ASMR part. Calm down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's like what the fuck? Stop it. Easy, now there's a new, gorilla. There's a new term where they what do they call it? Like ADHD. Uh, I can't even say it. It's like A-U-A-D-H-D. And I'm like, no, I think you're, I think you're just double naming the same thing is what you're doing. H.D. Autism. (laughs) H.D. Autism. Millennials millennials love creating labels for stuff that already fucking exists. Fair (laughs) enough. Well, you know, and we've had this discussion before about, you know, that label will last a certain time period and then someone decides they don't really want to be that thing. And then they get labeled that thing and then they decide they want to call the thing another thing. Well, that's, and you know, to to Adam's point, the, the, the idea of constantly renaming shit or like the other day, the other day I was talking to somebody and he was telling me we, we were all, we were just talking about um, like kids on the internet and, and how if you've got, 10, 11, 12 year old kids and they're playing like Roblox or Fortnite or something. And, and the fucking weirdo creeps that comes sliding into the DMS and shit. And I said, I mean, you know, if you're going to have 10, 11, 12 year old kids on the internet, I think the parent has to take an interest in it. They have to like find some way to get involved with it or whatever. One of the guys was like, yeah, he says, you know, I've got a, I've got an account. I never get on, but um, I can see when my, uh, daughter, if somebody adds her as a friend, stuff like that, I said, see, I mean, I think that's something. Right. And later he pulled me to the side and he was like, yeah, he said, you know, my daughter, when she was, I think like 10 or 11 had this dude that was in his thirties, um, trying to get her to like meet up at a park and all this stuff. And at one point, I guess, identified himself as a minor attracted person. And I said, a fucking what? And he just sort of grinned because he knew that he was, you know, like, what, what, what the fuck is, I said, it's a pedophile. And, uh, a dude heard that and he goes, Hey, no, Hey, that's a, that's a negative connotation. And I don't, I don't like to side with conservative liberal either, either or, but man, uh, that's a forerunner of normalization. That's, I mean, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm starting to realize as I get older that, Sometimes I think maybe I'm getting a little more conservative than I used to be. Cause like, I don't care what you want to do until you start involving children or animals, like leave the kids and the puppies alone. Keep your dick away from children and dogs. 
And I don't care what you do besides that. So yeah, ma- maps were trying to like uh, hijack like the LGBTQ movement. Be like, yeah, we're part of this too. Yeah, and then everyone was like, no, no. no, you're, no. <laughs> we might be dudes that fuck other dudes, but you know, they all have we have body hair and they have body hair. <laughs> so fuck off. That's, yeah. um, that's something that has kind of irritated me with Google Maps is. They started identifying like businesses as LGBTQ owned or women owned or friendly. Yeah. yeah. And when I'm looking at restaurants, I don't give a fuck who owns it. Yeah. I just want good food. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a fat ass. The, exactly. There is. Yeah. Go ahead, Doug. I don't. I just like. I don't give a shit who owns the place. Just make a good whatever in the fuck it is that you do. <laughs> right. Is he going to suck a dick while he's cooked? Okay, no, then it doesn't matter. Don't even care. I, I don't care. <laughs> Just don't get now any on you, my pizza. <laughs> now, I start identifying restaurants as fascist-owned. Okay, yeah, I might, I might not give them my business. Communist-owned so pizza. I don't think so. so. What, you're, what you're saying is if Hitler's hamburgers actually had <laughs> the world's greatest hamburgers, bro. I I maybe no on that one. Doug, do they use Wisconsin beef? All I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is I wouldn't trust anything that came out of the ovens there, Doug. Oh, I don't trust oh, anything that came out yeah. of the ovens there. <laughs> God, that one hurt. I had to get that out. <laughs> and I those think are the types of things. Something. Yeah, there's never. I will never be able to to run for politics because. So podcast hear me will out. come up. Dan hit so, a stroke of genius just now. He said communist pizza. Communist All right, hear me pizza. out. Okay. You walk in, you order a pizza. <laughs> I already know where you're going with this. God damn Everyone it. in the restaurant gets a slice. It's a piece of your pizza. I knew and you right. only get one slice of your pizza. <laughs> I absolutely fucking hate the fact that I knew exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> Like that, that bothers me a little bit. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Have you met Adam? <laughs> it appears that I have, yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's that, the whole woke movement, man. And I, I've, I've tried to stay away from even using that term because it's like, whatever. I mean, some of these people are just, you know, they care about social causes and stuff. But just like the social justice warriors, it's just, it's been taken too far. The whole woke thing is just... It's been taken too goddamn far. Um, yeah, that's, some people are making that part of their identity and just like people compensate with anything else. Sure. You know, so somebody gets, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can even have somebody that say, for instance, they decide they want to get into drones. Well, they go hardcore into drones. Well, you have people that that's, are doing that's that autism. on yeah, like, well, you know, you have people that are doing that on social issues now. It's 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 becoming part of their identity and they want to proudly represent whatever else. Then and, and it the you know, there's there there's there can be positives and there can be negatives to that. But just like anything else, it can be taken to extremes. I think just in general politics nowadays reminds me of like if 
you know, the, the girl grows up with a very conservative father. So she goes out and gets, you know, tagged by a bunch of fucking black dudes to piss him off. And I, that, I feel like that's Same. What, right. I mean, who hasn't done that, but the, it, it seems like the whole woke community, their whole point is just to push against the conservative ideology without even listening or understanding it. And then the conservatives, you know, you guys have heard me say over and over that these people that are like voting for Trump and shit, they don't even know what he did or anything else, but by God, they'll tell you that he really pisses off liberals and that's funny. And, you know, and it's like, dude, if, if you're voting for someone just because they piss off a group of people you don't like, you should not be allowed to vote because yeah, you don't just being a fun, You're just being a troll. <laughs> and if there's one thing point. Adam What's knows that, about, Adam? <laughs> tell us more, Adam, what are these trolls you speak of? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like cool the... to be a troll guys. It's not, it's not cool to be a troll. This is serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like when I joke about hard R's, extremism on any side, whether that's liberal, Republican, nationalism, religion, Cats, whatever. Dogs, it's drones. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's again, that's these people are making it part of their identity and they take it to the extreme. And then since it is part of their identity, whenever that is brought up, they feel, but regardless of what positions can be made on the subject they feel is that it's an attack on their identity on them they respond appropriately the problem that we've got is the five percent on either side are fucking it up for the rest of us i want to i just uh you know i don't know anyone that that takes something like that and makes it their their personality for instance like being a troll I don't know of anyone who who makes being a troll part of their personality. I couldn't imagine. I'm going to Georgia in December. Do you want to go with me? <laughs> I was actually talking about Adam, but you know, because oh, okay, yeah. well, never mind, never mind. He, he Listen, guys, being a troll is not cool. Okay, this is the presidency of the United States. This is mm-hmm. serious business. I need okay? to, guys. I need to reboot my uh, my sarcasm filter is full on my uh, my computer after hearing Adam say that. So if you just give me a second, I need to reboot. Trolling is, I'll say it again, trolling is not cool. (laughs) I want to get you a shirt that says trolling is not cool. (laughs) I want to see if it bursts into flames when you put it on. Did I show you guys the active shooter shirt that I ordered? No. No. Active shooter. Yeah, it's got like a, it's got got like a basketball swishing into a net and it says active shooter. Oh, I, like I said, I don't know if you're, if your mom hugged you too much, didn't hug you enough. I've, I, you are a mystery. I can't, I can't quite figure out exactly why you are like you are. So I think your mom, I think your mom smoked while you were in utero. Oh, she did the whole time. (laughs) Here, I'm going to send you a picture of this shirt. Goddamn liberals telling me I can't smoke and drink while I'm pregnant. It's my baby. I wasn't gonna, but now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna. I tell people I am, uh, I am pro-choice and pro-gun. You go figure that one out for yourself. So it kind of blows people's minds. I think more guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody having anybody having children kind of does too. So 
<coughs> trolling isn't cool. Yeah, you need that shirt. Definitely need that shirt. I personally believe that that babies, embryos, whatever the fuck they are when they first start, are more like cancer than they are, you know, a living being. But that's my personal opinion. Yeah, that's an ugly shirt. After too. you're born, you turn into cancer. I think well. I think that's it's a whole different type of cancer. Yeah, it it mesta- meta- bleh, metastasizes, and uh, then you spread. So. Yep, you're born, you move to Greeley, you turn into cancer. There you go. I mean, that's... You know, you said that and it reminded me of the goddamn... Uh, the dozer, the kill dozer dude. It Bill Dozer. Huh? Bill Dotrieve. Bill Dotrieve. Uh, it's yeah, weird to Bill see dozer. how many people, like, support what he did. And think that that... Well, yeah. You know? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's how you handle shit. And like that's how a child would do something. A child would get angry and break something to, to prove that you know, look at me, look at me, as Adam likes. Yeah, to I say. remember my little cousin. My mom wouldn't let him have. He was over. My mom wouldn't let him have cocoa puffs. So he built a tank out of a bulldozer and killed like sixty people in town mm-hmm. with it. I heard. And I, I actually out. I knew yeah. about that. I'd heard about that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, cocoa puffs are pretty fucking good for the record. They are. Well, people mention the milk that's left over. Afterwards. Oh my god! Right? Hell yeah! People do go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Ha! He's right. It's in the, it's in the name. I mean, it's it in the is, slogan. It is right. You know, like tricks are. For- <laughs> I mean, tricks are for kids. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, keep them away from what's what's the term that's not pedophile? Minor attracted person. Okay, so keep oh, your pedophiles. tricks away from pedophile. You're not persons. You're not from London, pedophile. Do you there's, say vitamin? There's a whole meta thing now where people call each other pedophiles on Twitter by telling them they belong on the wall because that's where maps go. Maps. So it's a whole thing. Wall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go, Brandon. It's right up there with that. Yeah, it's a whole meta thing. Yeah. Like Facebook. We should just go to Truth Social with the rest of them. Oh my God. Newsman. That's lost $73 million. No, no, man. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. I did not lose that much. All right. It's a lie. Okay. (laughs) There was a guy at work yesterday. No evidence. This guy at work yesterday, he was, um, and he's a Trump supporter, but he was, he was imitating him, doing a damn good job of it, talking about how uh, he has the best, uh, he has the best Diet Coke. And he actually got me to snort uh, in the middle of the office. <laughs> yes. Diet Coke. Diet Coke, man. I'm not a dry oh, addict. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a hot oh. Coke, Diet Coke. Yeah, you get I mean, skinny. You enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's got fentanyl in it, you know, <laughs> one or the other. You get pretty slim in no time. 